Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today. More with Caitlin Glover. She's got a message for EPA on WOTUS. That in just a moment. How do you decide which heifers to select or sell? Visual inspection alone leaves a lot to chance. Back your hunch with Inherit Select from Zoetis. It's a genetic test designed for commercial replacement heifers. You gain valuable predictions, including cow fertility, size and soundness, feed efficiency, growth, and carcass merit, as well as easy-to-use economic indexes. This improves your selection, breeding, and marketing decisions. Learn more at InheritProgress.com or contact your local Zoetis representative. Your hometown isn't just where you're from. It's the stuff you're made of. The 3 a.m. alarm clock, warming the truck up before sunup, lifting that last bale when your legs can barely lift you. Paycom salutes that hometown spirit, and they empower local businesses in Oklahoma. Paycom's mobile app lets you do HR and payroll on the go. It handles the things that matter to your business so you can invest more in the things that matter to you. Learn more at paycom.com. She's the executive director of the Public Lands Council and executive director for natural resources for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Caitlin Glover says that NCBA has urged EPA to halt their efforts for now on a new WOTUS rule. They realize that there will be a new rule coming from the Biden administration, but they say, why do it until you know what the Supreme Court is going to rule that they've taken in, they've heard the oral arguments, and there'll be a ruling probably in early 2023. We've urged the EPA and the Army Corps to pause their rulemaking. It, it has been such a significant whiplash for cattle producers, for private landowners, and even for the agency itself. A, a rule change on average every about three and a half years over, over the last several years because of the way this definition has changed. For the EPA to proceed with their rulemaking to sort of have a race to the finish line with the Supreme Court uh, is not a responsible regulatory perspective at this stage. What we really want is a, a very clear definition of what is jurisdictional. And in order for the EPA and for stakeholders to come to a conclusion on, on what that clear definition is, um, we're, we're going to have to know where the Supreme Court's coming down on this. Even if the EPA were to finalize this new definition before the court issued, issued their decision, the agencies are going to have to go back to the drawing board. No matter what this court says, the administration is going to have to revisit the rule. And so rather than having a, a two-for-one a, a rulemaking special uh, here in back-to-back years, uh, we've urged the EPA to, to pause that their process to, to allow for the Supreme Court process to move forward. Uh, do, you, do you feel like they probably are going to go ahead irregardless and, and try to get their, their rule out? We've heard what even by Christmas. So, so I'll tell you right now that the rule is at OMB, the Office of Management and Budget. Um, and, you know, as, as we look at the, the administration's process, they have moved swiftly to, to issue a final rule, uh, to, to have their positions uh, in public, on paper, uh, and, and move to enactment. Um, this is exactly the wrong step to take for any administration, but, but to, to replace a rule uh, just despite of a previous administration or in spite of a previous administration um, it is not a, a significant enough motivation uh, to, to take this kind of action. We know that the court is going to, to rule in this case. Uh, we know that whatever the court does is going to impact the regulatory requirements that the agencies have to adhere to. Um, and, and so we're, we're really hopeful that the, that the agencies uh, will, will take, take a second look and, and realize that their timeline 
uh, doesn't match a, a responsible regulatory process with respect to the Supreme Court. Um, but, but you know, the, the agencies will do and what the agencies are going to do. Um, at the end of the day, NCBA, our partners, we've been really clear. You know, what we want to see in, in a definition of WOTUS, we want it to be clear and consistent. We don't want this back and forth. Um, but, but we also want to make sure that it's common sense, right? Don't regulate the things that are very clearly isolated, that very clearly don't have that, that, that relative permanence, right? Don't regulate things like prairie potholes. Don't regulate things that are, are ephemeral, ephemeral the, the dry washes, the things that, that appear uh, in, in very limited circumstances. Um, and, and this last piece, I, I think, is really important as well and, and something that has to be considered through, through this process um, is, is that the, the conservation work that cattle producers do on a daily basis should absolutely not result in, in additional regulation for them. Um, maintaining those strong ag exemptions like stock ponds and, and farm ditches um, those are absolutely critical in any final rule. And so I think the concern is that if there is more back and forth with the administration or with the EPA uh, or Army Corps on, on a WOTUS definition, because of the way they've handled the timing with the court, um, the concern is that, that one of those things would, 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 not, would be missed or, or that you would have uh, less of a focus on making a, a good rule and a durable rule. We want something that's clear, we want something that's durable, and we want something that makes sense. It respects that cooperative federalism. Uh, it, it supports the, the work that cattle, produces, cattle producers do to create and maintain clean health and safe water. Um, and and it, makes, it makes sense, right? Um, this question of durability is, is absolutely key. And so, uh, I don't know, I, I, for, I for one would really like to see the administration do it once and do it right, uh, rather than have this back and forth that we seem to see coming down the coming down the road. Mm-hmm. Caitlin Glover with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association talking WOTUS. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. Blackjack Farms, McFerrin Farms, and Fife Rangus Farms presents the 2022 annual female production sale, Saturday, October 8th at the ranch near Seminole, Oklahoma. Featuring 75 registered Angus and Simmental Sim Angus lots, including spring bull and heifer pair splits, fall calving cows, most with calves at side. For more information or download a catalog, go to the website www.mcsauctions.com or call Matt Sims at 405-641-6081. 405-641-6081. And that's your Beef Buzz. Have a good day. I'm Ron Hayes.